The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are all set for an amazing year. As most of you know that follow the show, this is the year that will change the world, in my opinion. The year 2020 is expected to be the year that the entire world is connected by Internet. I've written a book about that called Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. What we are about to see this year is an absolute technological explosion as literally the entire world, third world countries all over the world, people that are only making $5 a day get the little uh, handheld sets, they usually call them same, same, but different over in Cambodia. They are not iPhones, but they are real uh, intelligence, if you will. And because of 5G, countries all over the world are being connected, including our kids and being involved in that global network. Many things are changing this year. Um, what we expect is that most of your apps will become encrypted. That means that this generation of young people will have more privacy, more autonomy, more ability to make their own decisions without guidance than at any time in all of history. Those of you that hear me in person as I travel across the U.S. making presentations, one of the things that we'll often see here is that this generation knows more than their parents. This is a generation that literally, you know, you get the new apps, you get the new games that are out there, and each of the young people try them out. And uh, some of them try them out differently than others. But as this happens, they come with almost no instruction, no warning about this is how an app works. And so this is how you protect yourself on that app. It is a fascinating time in all of history because in what other world would we put a nine-year-old out on the World Wide Web with millions and millions of other people without explaining to them that there are good people out there and there are bad people out there and all of those people are going to be able to reach you and we have to really start to have dialogue to help our kids understand how do you discern which one's good and what's good for you and which ones don't. I want to talk about something today. The The title of this show, I've renamed it about five times now. I kind of started out with shame and social, when shame meets social media. And I've kind of gone to shame the soul in social media or love versus likes. It is an interesting time in our society because we no longer uh, have a setup where our children are on an isolated part of the Internet and we can block them off, we can filter, we can monitor, we can follow along with them and like that. 
with the inception of encryption and live streaming, this mass audience live streaming, your child is truly out on the World Wide Web and they will not know who it is that they're speaking to. I often laugh. I remember when MySpace and Facebook and Instagram and all of those came out and our kid had 45 followers and we were panicked. You know, who are those people my kid's talking to? Well, today, if you only have 45 followers, you might as well not get up in the morning. It's that simple. You're not worth anything because nobody likes and your whole value now is based on how many people like you and follow you. And it's all about getting that immediate approval from total strangers. So based on that, it is changing our kids' perception of relationship. And yet, I see no tutorials, uh, no, nothing out there that really explains all of this to a teenager. This is the reason why we are in the process of raising money to do a documentary across America. It will not be on sex trafficking because we want to get it in all the schools. Everybody keeps trying to take it back to being a sex trafficking video. Well, I get that. I mean, we need we need to talk about that. But what we need is to explain to people how the Internet works and how it can be used for good and how to protect yourself. I'm always uh, kind of cracking a joke around here because, in, and I live in Southern California, for those of you that are following us overseas. But, you know, it's an interesting concept when you think about what we're doing. It's kind of like taking your eight-year-old child and telling them to go out and play on a California freeway without telling them that there are cars going up and down that freeway. And then when they get ran over by a car, we blame Caltrans. I have never seen a time in all of history that you have this set of components going on where we will take very young children without cognitive reasoning, without recognizing what is about to happen to their soul and their self-image, and telling them basically the only instruction we give them is you be careful on that thing now. Um, that does not work, and this does not get it. It's an odd combination of attitudes that are taking place out there. So I'm what I'm saying here is I'm not here to tell you that technology is bad. Those of you who follow this show know that I'm absolutely rabid about tracking technology and the changes in technology and what will bring good and what can bring evil. I often say you should make your child a a cyber missionary. Uh, If any of you are involved in faith-based organizations, a child can do a fundraising for a well in Kenya and then literally live stream over and talk to the kids while they're digging the well that they funded. There are many quality uses, but there is also a a situation going on that will absolutely destroy your child's soul. And I want to talk about that in depth today. I want to talk about the concept of shame. Now, shame is different than guilt. Guilt says, you know, I made a mistake, I've done something wrong, but I can fix that. And so off you go, you make it right, and then everybody forgets and forgives and goes on down the road. Shame says not that I've done something wrong, but that I am wrong, that I am less than, that I am flawed, that I am damaged goods. 
and there is very there's a sense that there's a very little alternative to recover from that. There are many books written on shame. I've been reading about shame since uh, probably I don't know for the last thirty years. One of my favorite books was a guy. I don't I don't know if he's still around. I should find out. But his name was John Bradshaw, Doctor John Bradshaw, and he did some tremendous work on the study of shame. And in his case, uh, he believed that shame even was cyclical, uh, cyclical that it uh, was basically even in your DNA, that uh, literally it could be passed down from generation to generation. And I do believe that there is something to that concept. Uh, I've known people who have been poor, born very, very poor. And uh, what you'll find there is that they will spend their life uh, feeling that they have to prove that they are valuable because of the fact that they came into uh, life in a less than position. I know people who were born where their mother was a prostitute or their father was a compulsive alcoholic or gambler, and they they absorbed that shame. They they sensed it. Now, is that uh, generational? Is that in the DNA or is that environmental? That, that conversation has gone on for, for literally decades as far as that goes. But you start out being a, uh, a, an independent entity and you begin to interact and react and you begin to process images of your self-worth. And it's a fascinating concept. One of the things that I found very freeing for me and my journey on this discussion is that one day it hit me that self-worth was a decision I made myself. Now, what does this have to do with sex trafficking and sextortion? Well, we're going to get deep into that. But I share that concept with our kids because a lot of their actions are based on the fact that that's all I'm worth. I had a young girl at a uh, high school tell me, yeah, you have to give the guy a naked photo. Uh, if he doesn't, he won't go out with you. And you say, well, what kind of date are you going to have? Uh, if the starting point is giving them a photo naked so that they will go out with you, that tells you about that young lady's personal image of herself her own self-worth. Once I understood that self-worth was a decision I made and it was a decision that I could decide that I was valuable and worthy and nobody could take that away from me was the most freeing day of my life. I no longer had to look to other people to say, you know, am I valuable? Am I not valuable? This is a very important discussion in the discussion of social media because we are now putting our children on the World Wide Web. They no longer have to wait for a pedophile to worm their way through Instagram and some hashtag to find them and build a rapport. We have millions of kids out there twerking and dancing mostly naked with the idea of getting the most likes. Somewhere in their soul, they are connecting the concept that if I have a lot of likes, then I will be valuable and I will be loved. And so we have completely changed the equation as we began to understand self-worth and value and shame and that 
element of vulnerability out on the World Wide Web. This is an important discussion because as millions of kids put their their images out there and on things like Twitch or uh, TikTok or like where they can be text right back to and hooked up, they then start to transfer the number of likes to a one-on-one relationship with someone they don't know. And the price of that relationship is very high. I often say that sex is the only bodily function that is connected to the soul. And it will change who you are for the rest of your life. And that includes sex on a webcam. And that's really where we're going to go in the next section. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents 
educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O P A L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and we're coming to you every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. All of these shows, by the way, are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. And uh, just go into exploitedcrimes.com and go down to listen and you will find these shows. The the latest ones are at the bottom of the listen uh, list there. There are now something like 180 of these shows in archive. Uh, they all have titles on them. Uh, we talk about all kinds of things on this uh, show. We talk about technology, uh, things like artificial intelligence and the dark net. And we talk about sex trafficking and sextortion and and a lot about child pornography. That is a huge issue right now. And this is the reason for this particular show is I don't want your child to find themselves caught up by having having uh, photos intercepted and put out in the dark web by a bunch of nasty pedophiles who are making money off your child. So that is ExploitedCrimes.com. This show is also brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. It is because more than a million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. We're not one million kids. We're not a million kids. We're just simply millionkids.org. You can follow us on Facebook. Just simply go to Facebook, find Million Kids, and hit like, and you will get the education of a lifetime. Well, I am seeing a trend. Most of you know that I talk a lot about technology and the changes that are coming in technology. But today I wanted to talk about the psychological aspects of the trends that I am seeing because there's two sides to this coin. The the name of the game, uh, the reason why Million Kids gets up every day of our lives is to keep kids safe from predators. And there's multiple aspects of that. One of them is uh, the changes that are going on in technology, but part of it is the psychological trends that are taking place. And what I'm seeing is the devaluation of our body and our soul. And I, you know, I'm not a prude, trust me. I, I am a Christian, but that's my personal values. But I, what I know is that if you take 
self-worth away from an individual, you are going to have an exploited individual. And that's exactly what the grooming process is all about. I wrote a book called Seduce, the Grooming of America's Teenagers. And it's all about how pedophiles access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people. And it was harder before live streaming because you really weren't sure who you were talking to. But think about it now with the onset of apps like live streaming apps like, I don't know, uh, Twitch and a game. That's one of them. Your Discord has live streaming in it. Uh, In your video game chat rooms, uh, we all know that TikTok is the biggest of the live streaming right now that's interactive. You have Twitch we talked about out there. We have um, a like, L-I-K-E-E, have live.me. You're about to get lasso. Live streaming is the way of the future. That means you simply shoot a video of yourself and you post it out there. And it is not just the fact that you are posting a video of yourself out there. They are now two-way conversations. That really is the biggest thing that I talk about when we talk about a world without borders and a home without walls. Your child is no longer just posting, for instance, on Facebook, and then a few friends come back and go, oh, you look really cute today. You are posting your daily activity out there, and people can respond to it and reach out back to you. This is the reason why it is so important to have this discussion of when shame meets social media. Because before that recruiting and grooming process That systematic going in, meeting your child, building their rapport, building their trust, starting to lure them in, talking at, you know, sending a a little bit of a risque photo and then telling them to get another one. And then you could go on things like Skype or Uvu and those kinds of things where you could actually interact and see some of the sexual activity. That's a lot different than what is taking place on one-way live streaming. One of the phenomena that I have seen on this live streaming is the building of, building of subcategories. In other words, TikTok has TikTok thought, T-H-O-T. Now, if you're addicted to pornography, I don't recommend that you go on that. But maybe you should, mom and dad, just Google TikTok thought on YouTube and take a look at some of it. Now, some of it is just generally, you know, uh, grinding and twerking and that sort of thing. But a lot of it and what what sparked this discussion is you're seeing very beautiful, very smart, quality young people out there that uh, come from obviously probably very good homes And they start the conversation by live streaming. And by the way, when they live stream, they're having a physical conversation, even if they're not saying something. And what you'll see is the clothes get less and less and less and less. The grinding gets very, very provocative and like that. And they're doing that to get likes. That's what's happening. They want the most followers. And I say to myself, well, this is on the World Wide Web with lots of competition. There are, you know, TikTok is now the largest app in the world. And uh, and so 
anybody can take their clothes off and twitch and dance and like that. The only thing they're missing is a pole down at the strip club in many of these cases. Now, that's a judgment on my, my part. But I'll tell you, at some point, you say to yourself, well, if you're doing that to get likes and the entire world is doing that to get likes, what do you have to do to get the most likes? Where does this go next? Because this is a global trend of kids all over the world taking their clothes off, trying to get the most likes. And there's a statement there about self-worth. You see, the reason that discussion is so important to me is not so much just the self-worth and the self-image of the person that's doing that, but what is happening on the other side of the equation where pedophiles All they do now uh, is sign up for these live streaming apps and wait. They go into categories like the thought one or the Twitch one and like that, and they begin to say, okay, here's a girl who desperately, or a guy, by the way, guys get very, very visible in these kinds of things. This person wants to be liked. They want to be accepted, and they're willing to give up all values to do that. And so pedophiles then look for a person that is working from a shame-based attitude. In other words, certainly we've had that discussion before. Many people see this kind of sexual grinding act as simply, you know, a performance like they do in Hollywood and, and like that. But at some point, what they find is here's a person that has literally lowered their values in order to get the most likes and they will be the person that is easiest to take down to the next level. I I share with you uh, something I heard one time uh, from a survivor of sex trafficking and she was a beautiful young lady. She had a boyfriend pimp. She had met this guy. uh, She was in love with him. He was trying to get her to have sex with another person. Uh, so that they could make a little money and pay their bills. And she finally said to herself, well, okay, it's only sex. It's only one person. I will do this, but I won't do that. And then, quite frankly, he turned on her and and degraded her and said, once she crossed that line, it's now you're going to do this. And she really wanted his approval. And she said, okay, I'll do this, but I won't do that. And it got worse. He beat her. He put her out there. She had a quota. I'll do this, but I won't do that. And she said one day she woke up and she realized there was no more that. And that's a powerful uh, message by that survivor. And I'm proud of her for being willing to share the journey of her soul as she then one day realized that she did have value. It was in more than what was happening and trying to get the approval of that person. But you see, that's exactly how pedophiles groom our young people. I have seen uh, way too many videos of pimps and how they find girls uh, and what they look for. It can be as simple as going to the mall and and flirting with a girl that he's never met before in the mall. And they will tell you, you get a girl that that looks him in the eye and tells him to buzz off or gives him some sass back, he knows he's not going to get anywhere with that girl. What he's looking for is that girl that will lower her eyes and put her 
her eyes and her head down and kind of not sure how to respond. That is a shame-based girl, a girl that is not sure of her own worth. And now they can see that on the World Wide Web, and they see that based on the videos that our kids are making and willingly post out there so that they can get the most likes. It will be piece of cake for pedophiles to find victims that are easy to recruit. This is Opal Singleton. The show's exploited crimes against humanity. We're up against a break. We will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about when... Shame meets social media, and uh, it's an interesting discussion because where this is going is really uh, 
of great concern to someone like myself that combats things like sextortion and social media exploitation because we've entered a whole new era. We literally now have our kids where they are talking to millions of people they don't know. And I hear almost no dialogue to prepare our kids about how to build relationships. What I see in real life are kids going on the Internet using their real-life emotions that they experience in real-life relationships and transferring that over to a relationship with a million people they've never met. And then the bottom line is that number gives them a sense of self-worth. I think it's an important discussion to have, especially if you're a therapist or a mom or dad out there, uh, even law enforcement. I, I believe it's an important discussion because the way what I know in this fight against sex trafficking is the way you stand against a predator is you know who you are and what you stand for. In other words, it's a big competitive world out there, and I think this is an important discussion to have with your kids. You see, if you go on one of those live streaming sites, you're going to go out to a million people, and it's a one-way discussion. It's a statement of who you are and what you stand for, and it's also kind of like throwing bait in a fish tank. You are putting yourself out there with a million people that you have never met, and some of them are bad people. It's interesting. uh, I'm trying to find ways to express this to teenagers. If you walk into a room of 10 people, you're probably going to like most of them in there. There might be one or two that you're not crazy about or that you know something bad about or that you know that they have committed some kind of bad act. You're able to evaluate that. And you can protect yourself, you can interact and like that. But when you need likes, you are doing that so that you get the most likes. And so we need a discussion with our young people about the difference between likes and love, between likes and being valuable and what it takes to get likes, and what happens on those likes. That that if they're going to live in that world, we need to get our head out of the sand, mom and dad, and have those hard conversations with them. That we cannot allow them to live in a world that we don't sit down and explain it to them. And we cannot ourselves live in a world that we don't understand. That's why I've written these two books, is to help you, mom and dad, understand this world. I think it's an important dialogue to set down if, you, uh, this, if you're a Girl Scout leader or you're a youth minister and like that, and you begin to talk about, okay, so you have 35,000 likes. What does that do for you versus somebody who has 50,000 likes? There will always be somebody out there that gets more likes. And what is the value of likes from someone you have never met? What do we know about the people that are are liking you? Let's say 35,000 of them. If you know 35,000 people, what percentage of them are bad guys? And what might they want from you? And how much more valuable are you with 35,000 likes when your friend only has 25,000 likes of people they never met? This is an important discussion because it's just truthfully not being discussed. 
uh, think about this. Our kids go, well, okay, if I twerk a little more, if I show a little more skin, then I can get up to 50,000 likes. And it is truly like that. I mean, I've been on TikTok Thought and some just gorgeous young people that are giving away their value and their soul basically are stripping to get the most likes, except at some point, somebody will strip more than they are. So are they liked less or do they have to strip more so they're more valuable? The problem with this situation and that needs to be discussed is that we're talking about a one-way conversation when you go on live streaming. In other words, it's a performance that is going on. It doesn't really have anything to do with your value, your character, and like that. You are doing a performance. Now, your kids will tell you, well, it's just a performance. It doesn't say who I am. But it speaks volumes of who you are because it is your body and it is your sex acts and you are putting it out there around the world. Now, that is one of the problems, by the way, is that many of these are archived and they are out there and they're out there forever. But it, you are also, it is like putting bait in a fish tank. You will be attracting a lot of sharks. And so when your child decides to do this, are they prepared to stand against a lot of sharks? In other words, people will start to come to them and say, hey, meet me on Instagram. Send me some more videos. You are really talented. Uh, here, here, I'm from Hollywood. I can help you. Is your child ready? Are they strong enough to stand against a world full of predators? Because if they're on those trying to get likes, they are literally, it has changed everything uh, as far as how easy a pedophile can identify someone who's working from a shame-based platform and make them easy to recruit. So I want to talk about this whole shame thing because this is where it gets really sticky with social media. You see, what happens is our kids go on there and they meet someone and they're sure that this particular guy or girl, and by the way, more guys are sextorted than girls. I don't know if they just like to advertise their hardware or what, but they are out there uh, doing that more than the girls are. However, there are millions of girls that are caught in this. But what is happening as they go out there is that they begin to put out the image of themselves and they are convinced in their head they get a fantasy relationship and they are convinced they are talking to someone who will value them, who will love them, who will think they're wonderful, who will care for them. This is what I'm talking about by the fact that they use real day-to-day emotions in a fantasy world with people they cannot tell who is on the other end. And they literally fall in love. And these pedophiles, they look for that weakness of a shame-based person on live streaming. They connect with them. They tell them everything that they know their soul wants to hear about how good they are. Now, keep in mind, this is happening when many of our kids are getting their sexual identity and their moral identity and their identity of relationships. As I mentioned before, sex is the only bodily function that's connected to the soul. 
if this starts out in their life as being a shame-based encounter, it will change who they are for the rest of their life. So what will happen there is that they make a one-way life streaming And then it starts into a two-way relationship with someone they do not know and they cannot evaluate. Once that person has them brought in where they trust and they're sure that this is really the right thing for them, they begin to strip before the camera. They do sex acts that that pedophile was encouraging them to do. If you're only eight or nine years old, they give you videos so that you know what to do. And that goes off to that pedophile and that pedophile turns on you. This is the reason for the discussion about shame. I have an entire chapter on this in my book, Societal Shift. It is called The Phantom Relationship and Prism of Shame. As that young person goes from being adored and cherished and cared for and has trusted enough to send that photo to do virtual sex, if you will, that person turns on them and starts calling them names and demanding more video and much more seductive video down things doing absolutely gross and risque that no 11, 12, 8, 6-year-old ought to ever be doing, let alone a 14 or 15-year-old. And they degrade them, and they humiliate them, and they want money, and they want more film. They want worse film. Think about this. That child looks around the room, and there is no one in the room with them that they can blame. They are all by themselves. That's why I call it a phantom relationship. They did this based on a fantasy. It is not like Uncle Joe violated them, and they can tell him he's a bad guy. Get him out of my life. This is one person who had a fantasy, And now they are in a place of shame that will change who they are forever. It will change the decisions they make all their life. Because if this happens at their life event years, 11, 12 years old, what will happen is that forevermore they start to get out there and they say, I am damaged goods. I am not worth anything. I might as well do this because I've already failed and I've already been violated. And on it will go. This is the reason why this discussion, I understand it's a hard discussion, but it's time that our society had that discussion because literally 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. 9,000 kids a day across the United States 58% of them go out and meet that pedophile trying to negotiate it back and get further violated. And that cycle, that spiraling down of shame, then becomes solidified in their soul that tells them this is all I'm worth and their life will change forever. We need to take time out and have this discussion, folks. So I know this is a hard discussion, but I appreciate you being with me in this. I'd appreciate it if you would write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org and let me know your thoughts. We're up against our last break, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. 
Well, hello, and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about when shame meets social media. So I've given you a lot of really hard news today. I I get that. I'm, quite frankly, still searching through all of this in my soul because I say to myself, where is this going to go? If our kids, uh, I mean, once you've stripped and you've danced, then what next? And uh, I got a little bit of uh, insight of that because I saw one of the fastest growing segments of Pornhub, which is the largest porn site in the world, is animated video game character pornography. And uh, so now that I have a vivid point of view of how bad this can be, I do not recommend you go on and you Google that. But I also recommend that you do not allow your child to be on that. There were 69 million downloads just in three games, Overwatch, Marvel, and uh, Mario. And uh, that it is absolutely gross. It starts with anal sex and goes down from there. You see, all of this is about degrading the human being, taking away our values, uh, and uh, basically lowering the the uh, morality of our society. It's been on a downward slope, it seems like, since the Garden of Eden, <laughs> and it gets worse with Hollywood, and uh, we just had the Golden Globes, and it, it's fascinating how the most impressive thing is the person who wear, wore the see-through dress. Well, hello, what's so impressive about that? You know, So uh, anybody can wear that. After you wear a see-through dress, then what? are you going to do to get attention? You see, I think this is an important conversation to have with our kids. To give you some idea of, I think, how to counteract this is I think that it's important before a child gets a cell phone or social media, a tablet, that you sit down with them and you begin to draw out a, a, a kind of a image, if you will, about where they fit in society on social media, because this is really what I want to accomplish with our documentary. Most kids do not understand how the Internet is made or the world that they're into. And so what is happening here is I want our kids to be educated in being able to live in a world without borders. I think it starts with a conversation about who are you? And what's your value and what's your worth? You know, what are your talents? What are, what are your values? Because I find that important because it's interesting that the number of kids these days that think nothing of taking their clothes off so that they get more likes. And so I think you should go on TikTok Thought with your child and show the kids over there doing that and have that conversation is, okay, so they've taken their clothes off and they have 32,000 likes. Does that make them more valuable? And what? who is? Who are the followers, the 32,000 followers? And now that they've done that, they have somebody else who has 75,000 likes. What are they going to have to do to get 76,000? Do you get the idea there that you began to sit down and have a dialogue with your child about the value of likes and the value of real life? and self-worth. I I take it back to the conversation that it was the greatest day of my life when I learned that I was valuable just because I decided I was valuable. And once I did that, nobody could take that from me. I don't need likes. I don't have to take my clothes off or for people to applaud and throw dollar bills at me. Think about that discussion. I think that that's important discussion for you to have with your kids. 
Help your child feel special about who they are and what they're worth. Have them set goals. Have them visualize what kind of valuable person they're going to grow up to be. And then explain to them that having a million likes of people you've never met is not worth anything. And it's certainly not worth having people degrade you, blackmail you, or put you down because somebody else is going to have two million. And that is an important discussion to have. And I also believe that's the best way to keep your kids safe from predators. Uh, Everybody's going to be live streaming. But there are good quality ways to tell that you're a good quality person. It may not get the most likes. But when you go to bed at night, you can be proud of who you are and what you stand for. And you can wait and develop healthy relationships with people who will cherish you and care for you and treat you with respect. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are brought to you by MillionKids.org. I truly appreciate each and every person that follows MillionKids.org. If you have it in your heart to go to MillionKids.org and hit Donate, I would truly, truly appreciate it. We take this message across the nation. We do all kinds of social media to do it. I am known for tens of thousands of hours of research. We try to stay right on top of the latest technology. We educate law enforcement and parents and and kids. I believe it is the greatest investment you can make in your children and your grandchildren. For a small amount of money, we can make that documentary and get that message out there quickly. Never again should another child be blackmailed and humiliated and have their life changed forever. If we can explain to them how this works, I can tell you from the work that I do, kids will listen. And that is why I want to do that. So... Go to millionkids.org and hit that donate button. If you want to educate yourself, be sure and buy our book, Seduce the Grooming of America's Teenager and Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. I appreciate each and every one of you that follow you that follow our show. You write to me every now and then, say, "Hey, I I saw this podcast or I heard this podcast. I saw this uh, presentation, and it made a difference in my life." Thank you to each and every one of you that give us money financially, that pray for our support. And we appreciate you with all our heart. We are ready for a bang-up 2020. It will be the year that changes your life. It will change your child's life forever. And we truly are in a societal shift. So I'm really looking forward to what will happen this year. We will see a lot of new technologies come on. And for the first time in all of history, our kids will have a million new friends. We must do what it takes to prepare our kids to live in a world without borders and a home without walls. This is Opal Singleton at MillionKids.org. You folks have a great week, and I'll talk to you next Thursday morning, 7 a.m. California time. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.